0: You know, approaching it as as like a stepping stone to getting better rather than like, oh, like I can't draw because I suck. Because it's like, well, then you're just stopping yourself already. Like you'll never, you'll never keep going.
1: Hey, everyone. You're listening to 2M Creative Labs, the podcast. This podcast is for those looking to learn, be inspired and apply wisdom from others' story and process as they execute on their passions. Today, we talked to designer and illustrator Avery Helm. We first knew of Avery from her posters for Pachaccha, and we promptly reached out after having Justin on our podcast. We talk about her massive obsession with Fire Emblem, her experiences creating fan art, and approaching our craft as a stepping stone to getting better. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Awesome, yeah. Um, thanks for coming by. I really thanks appreciate. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate you reaching out again, and yeah. I'm glad that we finally got to sit uh, sit down. Mm. Um, just so to get started, why don't you tell us a little bit of who you are and sure. what you do?
0: Uh, I'm Avery Helm. I'm a graphic designer at Honest Agency and I do freelance illustration and just kind of generally draw in my spare time.
1: That's awesome. I've seen your illustrations and really like the first time was Chakcha and Mm -hmm. like uh, the two ones that you drew for. Tell me what what came first, like design, illustration, and kind of how that started.
0: Uh, Illustration for sure. I've been drawing forever, like since I was a kid. first started drawing i used to draw like um i used to watch land before time all the time oh. <laughs> um and uh like little foot yeah like little foot and sarah and all them uh and so i would like draw the characters and just got very into dinosaurs and also drawing at the same time the drawing is stuck around the dinosaurs less so but <laughs>
1: <That's> so <funny. laughs> yeah nice yeah and then you kind of transition to design, like working. Yeah, with... so the
0: transition for design was uh, so when I was in high school, we were kinda they were starting to do the um like universities would come by and like you know, give their spiels about what their their programs they have. Uh, so Red River came and they talked about their graphic design program. And it was kinda in the same venue of what I kind of wanted to do. Um, I was originally looking at like animation schools and stuff and they had like at red river in the third year program they have like a little bit of animation so i was like so yeah let's why not (laughs) so i
1: applied for that and
0: here i am now (laughs) nice
1: that's awesome yeah did you find that you just jumped right into with honest agency yeah it was
0: actually it was really good timing because as i was graduating from third year they were looking to hire somebody who had taken third year so Mm. it all just that's super out. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had done um, uh, one of my work placements there, and then in my in third year, one the the art director at the time, she was my mentor through the year. So really yeah. cool, <laughs> nice. All worked out.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Tell me about your illustration, and I know you're inspired by things like video games mm-hmm. and anime, mm-hmm. and like I'm a big. Like what are you What are you watching right now, what are you oh, reading right now?
0: What am I watching right now? Yeah. Uh, so I've been reading a bit of Hunter Hunter because I finished the anime with some friends. And the new one, right? Not like the. The old, new one, yeah. yeah the two thousand and eleven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super super good. So I've been reading a little bit of that in my spare time. I find that I jump around from like manga to manga a lot. Yes. But trying to try to get into it. Um. And I've been watching. I just finished the first season of Mob Psycho one hundred, which was. I love it a lot. <laughs> it's
1: fantastic, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I've got to make any, like, fan art for that or anything, but I'll get there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just got to like find that. the time. Yeah, it seems like that's where your a lot of your inspiration, mm. and, like, for, for art, yeah. for your illustration, that's kind of where you draw things from?
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I just, like, kind of, yeah, I get a lot of inspiration from, like, games and different, whatever media I'm kind of consuming at the time, mm-hmm. and just because it's fun, like, it's not... It's just relaxing. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah that's true. Like it's yeah. it's always good to kind of mix that, and I think that's nice about mm-hmm. like drawing and mm-hmm. illustration, and like we talked about Mason a little bit, and like mm-hmm. I see a lot of his stuff come from things that he's consuming. Or yeah, totally. Like, he's big into lights. Like I'm probably one of the biggest lights yeah. fan I know. And <laughs> yeah, <I'm>, like, same. <laughs> very jealous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, tell me about. Is there anything that you've been obsessed with as of lately, like besides, well, I guess like, yeah, anything in particular that?
0: Yeah, uh, lately I've been playing a lot of Fire Emblem Three Houses and just drawing fan art for that just because it's very, it's a very long video game. Um, I don't know if you know, like the premise, but it's, so it's a Fire Emblem game. uh, So it's like a a strategy RPG thing, (laughs) but so there's three different routes that you get to play. And each one takes a considerable amount of time, especially with the way that I play RPGs, where I'm like, I need to collect everything, I need to get everything and do everything, I can't miss anything. I'm on my second route now, so I'm kind of, I can miss some stuff, I can kind of zip through it a bit quicker, but it takes a long time. But it's fun, so it's yeah, it's worth it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you gotta min-max everything. Yeah, I, to- exactly. I totally understand it, yeah. And I've, I've yeah. played tons of Fire Emblem mm-hmm. before, so when somebody dies, it's well yeah. a hard reset for me. Uh, yeah, totally. It's one of the yeah painful <laughs> things about that game. It was awesome. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um, with that in mind, like in mm-hmm. your obsession, but also still making time to actually create, mm-hmm. like how do you actually manage your time, especially holding a full-time job, but yeah. still obsessing over Fire Emblem <laughs> and creating for it, too.
0: Yeah, it's it's a tricky... I mean, the thing is, I don't do, like, a lot outside of those two things. Um, like, I do, like, you know, hang out with friends and everything, but when I go home in the evenings, it's kind of... What's really tricky is deciding if I want to play more Fire Emblem or if I want to draw fan art or Fire, fire Emblem or if I want to, like, read fanfics or something or, like, do any of that. There's just so many options, but... Yeah, I think that's the hardest part is deciding what I want to do. Yeah, because in my spare time, I'm usually just doing one or the other.
1: That's awesome for the though. most part. <laughs> that's so awesome that you kind of just have that a lot of that freedom to mm-hmm. like create or play, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, totally. That's super cool. Yeah, um, I've seen some of your work mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> at the Artist Alley, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, <laughs> talk to me about that and your experience with yeah. getting into that. Um, um, we were at the last attraction yeah. and uh, what's his name help me
0: oh um uh, christopher benson yeah
1: because yeah. he went through there mm. and he shared his story and i tell me kind of mm. your version of you of his, and delving of his story. Into, yeah yeah
0: um so how did it start so the first convention that i ever did was c4 in 2016 i think me and a friend of mine shared a table um it was i just like it was a great experience. It was super fun. Um, it's really awesome getting to kind of, like, interact more directly with people who, like, might not necessarily, like, be fans of your art. Because, it, I mean, I was just kind of starting out as an Artist Alley artist. But um, it's nice, uh, especially at Artist alleys, because you're making, usually you're making content for, like, things that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to kind of bond with people that come to your table over, like, your shared interests. Because it's, like, there there won't be anything on my table that I don't, like... That i don't yeah that i don't like Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's always things that i'm you know interested in and like to talk about and gush about like i had some kingdom hearts stuff uh nice. at my table <laughs> i only just got into the series this year and i played through all the games and it was it was a lot i just like ran through the whole thing and then i got very into it um i made just like a ton of fan art and stuff but having people come to my table and like gushing with them about kingdom hearts like that that stuff is really fun. Um, so I did C4, and then the next year, I think I just did FanQuest, which is which was just at the college. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was fun. And then this year, I also did I did FanQuest and then Icon for the first time. I did their uh, – uh, what's their program called? The Emerging Artist Program. Where Very like cool. If you haven't done it before, then you can just apply that way. Um, and Icon was, like, the best experience that I've had so far with tabling in an artist alley. So I'm gonna try and do it again next year if I can manage to nab a table. But yeah, I think that's the yeah. I haven't had like any like super negative experiences. Yeah. Like there's always a like some people that. You know, come to your table and maybe overstay their welcome a little bit and then they don't even buy anything. But,
1: really. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've had a couple of those, but for the most part, for the most part, it's been super good.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Did you go into it thinking like, oh, I'm gonna sell a bunch of my work or just be the kind of person that bonds and gushes over the thing that you're into at the time? Yeah,
0: it's it's, like, kind, of, how is it? it's yeah. kind of both. It's like yeah. it's nice because it's like I get to make some, you know, some side money, but also kind of meet people and all the stuff. Like I've made some friends through it. Um I, I there's like an artist alley artist discord that i'm a part of and like benson's a part of it too and i've met just like tons of people through that and he was talking about um his like some art get killers get togethers that he goes to mm-hmm. um and i've been to a couple of those too where we just kind of hang out and draw and just chat and stuff that's, so and that's cool. been super great so it's like it's it's a nice little like community and it's nice to meet local artists and other stuff
1: that's that's awesome yeah. <laughs> yeah like that's one thing that i've noticed with illustrators and mm-hmm. as well as hearing uh, Christopher's story mm-hmm. on how everybody was so welcoming mm-hmm. and just you know very open to having him join the mm-hmm. artist alley and share their experiences and how he can succeed in that mm-hmm. uh, i find that i'm pretty envious of that especially with regards to things like photography and mm-hmm. and everybody seems to feel it. it's very and it is very saturated but also Feels more competitive and a lot less kind of.
0: Yeah, like there's still the competition, but I, th- I find that with illustration at least, like even in an artist alley, like you kind of have different stuff, that, even like the stuff that you're making things for. Like people are into different anime and into different this and that, and everybody has different style and all this stuff. So it can get a little bit competitive, but I. I'm just not, I don't know. I'm not super competitive. Yeah. But I mean, other people might be about it.
1: but That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because I was, I was speaking with one of my friends in uh, BC, and mm-hmm. she's an illustrator, mm-hmm. and she told me about how, yeah, like, all I really do is, you know, reach out to one of the artists that mm-hmm. I like, and they're some of the most friendly people, mm-hmm. and it's never ever felt like, oh, like I'm keeping all my secrets or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's it's such a interesting like i guess different sort Mm -hmm. of perspective on community in Mm -hmm. that way but yeah um it's it's probably like really encouraging to kind of keep returning and Mm -hmm. building those connections yeah totally
0: i kind of find the same thing on like social media and stuff because it's i mean it's not like an art style, but like you know you're sharing your stuff and people especially since i post just mostly fan art just because that's what i like to do in my spare time uh it's easy to find like other fan artists who also like the same stuff you know you're kind of like commenting on each other's stuff and getting excited about each other's work and that's super it's super fun and like rewarding and mm-hmm. it's i don't know i like making friends
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh totally especially with the sh- same shared interest right yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah and it's too. super
0: it's like you have at least that one thing in common and mm-hmm. usually they're pretty cool
1: yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah um do you ever consider making that to be something of a bigger aspect of your life or is it something you want like yeah like big picture or you just enjoy it as it is and kind of see where it goes without really putting
0: yeah for now it's kind of just something on the side for fun just because I do work Mm full-time and it's hard to I mean not hard to take the time off but like to have enough time off to really do other shows and stuff yeah and I mean Winnipeg doesn't have a ton of like uh sort of like fan convention things we have a couple but uh with like c4 not being around this year uh oh really yeah no yeah <laughs> yeah they made a post a while ago that they're not going to be doing it this year so i think that FanQuest is kind of trying to
1: sneak and sneak take in. that take the little that take, halloween take the weekend, autumn right? yeah. the autumn
0: spot um so there's like a couple and there's like fan quest is a, a newer one that's been growing every year mm-hmm. so trying to like support those shows and kind of keep them keep them going um but yeah I mean I've, I've thought about doing shows in other cities and stuff I'm mostly like because there's conventions like TCAF and those sorts of things and I always feel like because I don't have a lot of original work on my mm-hmm. table I think I have like I don't know maybe like a piece or two um but it doesn't feel like it feels weird to be taking a spot there when I'm just where other people are like selling their own comics and stuff like that interesting um yeah yeah I mean we'll see we'll see how the future goes <laughs> yeah
1: talk to me about that I didn't realize that that was like even a thought to and I I don't know mm-hmm. um having original work versus mm-hmm. fan art um, mm-hmm. and yeah. how does that kind of look in terms of like an illustrator's perspective like mm-hmm. yeah I just yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah so there's there's sort of a oh, I can't think of the word for it like a like a not like a bias but like people tend to there's people kind of look down on fan art just because it's not like completely original work even though you're just all that you're really using is like the characters and like Mm -hmm. putting your own spin on it usually um yeah i don't know
1: that's that's interesting (laughs) and i I never i never Mm -hmm. thought about it that way because
0: it's mostly for like professional portfolios that people are like don't include fan art but i know that like tons of people get like hired for doing fan art and that kind of stuff yeah that's
1: that's so fascinating Mm. and i guess that kind of brings me to a point that is usually full of contention is the Mm -hmm. the concept and the thought about originality Mm. and especially (laughs) in the creative space right like talk to me about your experiences with you know being called like Just a fan artist, or Mm -hmm. where where the originality comes from? Is there anything that, like, speaks to you particularly
0: with regards to originality? See, I'm not super, I'm personally not super bothered by, like, just being, it's not that I've been, like, told that I'm just a fan artist, like, I've kind of come more into the term lately, because, I mean, that is most of what I do, like, I might as well say that I make fan art, like, I, like, I make things about things that I enjoy, um, So it doesn't it doesn't really bother me personally, and especially because like I'm working full time during the day and I'm making not necessarily like original stuff, but original stuff for other people because we're working for clients all the time. Um, So it's nice to just kind of make stuff for myself (laughs) if that answers that at all. I kind of
1: lost the question a little bit. But. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, um, because I feel like, no, I totally, <laughs> you know, I totally understand like making stuff for yourself mm-hmm. and it's the idea of originality and like mm-hmm. not having original ideas. Like, mm-hmm. is there really any originality? Like, how do you kind of say like that's something new or that's yeah. something original? Whereas, mm-hmm. especially even with things like design mm-hmm.
0: generally. It's always influenced by something. Like, it's not like, like it's impossible to have a completely nobody has ever thought of this or like anything before. Like it's, Mm -hmm. everybody is inspired by the things around them, whether it's like, you know, people like to draw animals or they like to draw plants or they like to draw buildings. Like it's not, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) like everything's inspired by something, even like your own style, like when it comes to art, it's going to be influenced by different Mm -hmm. things you see around you.
1: Yeah totally and i feel like and i totally agree is that mm-hmm. like it's very hard to kind of not derive from something mm-hmm. or just a bunch of references that you enjoy and yeah i think how you distill that into something mm-hmm. would be where originality lies yeah I think. totally
0: kind of like what pieces you pull from different things and how you mm-hmm. put your own twist on it
1: yeah and yeah. It is, it's totally fine to kind of in that route obviously mm-hmm. as long as you're not straight up like
0: as long as you're not just like completely copying something like yeah. when i do fanner and stuff it's never like i'm gonna draw this character like exactly like this or whatever but even if it's like because people do uh, like redraws of frames from anime and stuff and mm-hmm. that's still like you're drawing like a character in a specific pose and a specific background but you're still putting like your own your own style on it
1: yeah you you still draw those lines differently yeah imagine, exactly right? yeah. yeah as and, long as you're
0: not just straight up like Tracing immediately over top of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, talk to me about uh, your inspiration. So we've talked about things that we derive from. Um, mm-hmm. What are your top maybe three to five, or what? How many you want to name?
0: Yeah, it always changes what I'm kind of inspired by at the moment. Like right now, it's Fire Emblem. Earlier in the year, it was Kingdom Hearts. Uh, what are some other ones? It's basically like whatever I'm playing or watching yeah. or like whatever at the time, like mm-hmm. whatever whatever that form of media is. Right um i've gotten into i'm still into my Hero academia.
1: super good yes have you been season. reading
0: it i have <laughs> oh,
1: <yeah. laughs> where you can't drop spoilers no, i think I'm, people here no watching it's okay. it and not read the manga so it's totally yeah.
0: fair all i'll say is look forward to next season because it has my favorite arc in it and my favorite characters oh my and i love God. to gush about them but yes. i won't on the podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah it's yeah just you know just whatever hmm at the time yeah. inspires me
1: any particular illustrators that you look up to whether it's in the city so or many. externally yeah.
0: so many i follow i follow so many people on twitter um who are some uh it's hard to think of them off the top of my head that's fair it's also a lot of them are like friends of mine who i just you know we met like through twitter over art and stuff mm-hmm. um i'll see sam bosma is a big inspiration like his his art's super wonderful of course, it's like when I'm trying to think of people, oh, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. think of anybody. Totally fine. <laughs> it's like suddenly I'm the only person in the world. Nobody else exists. <laughs> Everybody's
1: just... I'm sure you'll come up with it. You can always just set a yeah. message and be like, oh, these people. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, Basically just yeah. anybody
0: that I follow on Twitter.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I've always I've found that Twitter was, a, I guess, a platform that we haven't really delved into. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to me about the creative space in Twitter. And it seems mm-hmm. to be very big for mm-hmm. illustrators. Like I know one of my friends... Uh, draws on twitch Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and he's always kind of promotes it on twitter and it's a it seems to be a very big space for Mm -hmm. illustrators
0: yeah i think that right now with you know the different options that we have for social media most artists i mean like most people in general have kind of gone to twitter because it's it's easy it's it's easy to share stuff it's it has a leg up on tumblr for a couple reasons but partially because you know like for me personally I like it a little bit more than Tumblr because when you delete a post it's gone whereas on Tumblr if somebody reblogs it then it's it's still there like it'll just be there forever and you don't have that control. Right. Um and things like Instagram are good but it's hard to share things though they have their you know you can share drawings or share posts to your story now which is handy but then that's gone after 24 hours whereas on Twitter it's you can retweet it and then go look at somebody's profile mm-hmm. and see what they've you know retweeted and stuff and it's also nice because it's so there's been there's websites like deviantart which is you know kind of where i got my start in yeah. drawing online and stuff i talked about that in my <laughs> that, uh pet pitch- huge talk that i did a couple years ago um about how that was kind of where
1: you into digital like... yeah
0: yeah totally yeah, and into to, like online time. communities yeah. yeah and so DeviantArt art is okay but it's nice on twitter because it's not just artists whereas deviantart is like For artists, by artists, all this stuff. Twitter has other people that you just want to, like, appreciate your art Mm -hmm. and that stuff. So I feel like there's more, like, variety to your audience, I guess, instead of just artists following artists and kind of sharing stuff back and forth.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I think
0: that's a very interesting
1: perspective into it. And because like we a lot of our content lives on instagram mm-hmm. as photographers mm-hmm. especially it's such a big like mm-hmm. photocentric space and i think one thing that i saw i guess in on deviantart mm-hmm. is that it's because it's for artists mm-hmm. it's by artists it's mm-hmm. a very good space to do things like critique and stuff mm-hmm. whereas on instagram you don't really get a whole lot of that it's a lot mm-hmm. more appreciation maybe twitter is a bit of both
0: yeah i feel like on twitter it's easier to kind of like casually converse with people whereas on instagram you're commenting directly on a post or you can dm and stuff but yeah. i find that's a little not like too personal but you know it's like it's easier to right. reply to a tweet than it is to like personally dm somebody like yeah. it feels less i don't know like demanding of their time or something i don't know it's just kind of <laughs> it's just less yeah it's yeah. like hello and more like
1: just chill yeah kind of. yeah it's no. very
0: casual and good
1: no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah, I, I just love seeing like people actually converse on Twitter, mm-hmm. and um, whereas Instagram feels very just like, like this, like that, and then mm-hmm. move on to the next thing that you consume. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah. yeah um, so you spent a lot of time talking about illustration mm-hmm. and your illustrative work. Mm-hmm. Um, Why Would you be interested in talking about a little bit of your design work and kind of what sure. <laughs> you do? And yeah. Uh,
0: so yeah, I don't do a ton of design work in my spare time because I do it all day at work mm-hmm. and I like to... You know, do my own stuff, but um, so I work at Honest Agency, and we're a design, marketing, communications uh, agency or firm. Or, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we just do you know client work, whatever clients need. We they send it to us, and we do it. Yeah. <laughs> so you do like a wide variety of stuff. Like we do logos and brands, and sometimes like events and event themes. Like we've done for the past couple of years, we've done like the Icelandic festivals theme. Cause we rebranded them and just when i started i've been working there for three and almost a half years nice which is kind of wild <laughs>
1: that's crazy yeah
0: <laughs> yeah it's been a, been a while
1: mm-hmm. um this is one thing i'm curious about is because mm-hmm. mason i know mason mm-hmm. and he does illustrations mm-hmm. also ended up doing design
0: mm-hmm.
1: um is there something about that that you kind of just link two and two together?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think – I mean, because so me, me and Mason went to high school together, so we had the same art teacher. Um, and you, so you've heard about him, him telling saying to not become an art teacher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, you know, he he said before that um, – oh, what did he say? Our art teacher said um, – he said something about not going to art school because the only two things you can do are become an art teacher or become – a shoemaker I think you said because one of his friends that he went to school with you know went into something completely different um but you know it's 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 kind of a way to keep being creative but still like there's good there's money in it like pretty mm-hmm. consistent money because you know people people usually need a graphic designer for one reason or another um depending on you know like for apps and stuff and for for print design and books and yeah like anything
1: advertising all that right. stuff it's it's a good practical way but also still mm-hmm. kind of keep your creativity alive mm-hmm. um and yeah totally it, it makes a lot of sense and yeah. it's it's interesting to me to kind of see people like go towards graphic design mm-hmm. because um not often do you see like postings for illustrator, I, I, yeah. illustrators i guess which
0: yeah it's it's tricky yeah it's a it's kind of hard well, you know it's a little bit hard to break into um I know people join, like, uh, illustration agencies and stuff, so, you know, an agency has, like, a list of people that they can, like, recommend to different projects and stuff like that, I think. I'm not personally, you know, part of an agency or anything, but from what I've heard from friends who are part of agencies, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah.
1: That's super cool, though. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. It's it's just something that I noticed as like a connection is like designers mm-hmm. tend to want to illustrate mm-hmm. or do a little bit of both. And Yeah. Um,
0: I think it's also probably partially because in Winnipeg specifically, we basically have the U of M for art. And then we have like, I mean, U of M has a graphic design program too, but there's really only like fine art and graphic design in terms of like programs that you can take. There's also digital media design, which is, you know, similar to graphic design in some ways, but does other stuff too. But in like in in terms of other schools where they have like illustration programs and mm-hmm. they have animation programs and like more of a variety of things like that. Whereas I feel like in Winnipeg you're kind of
1: one or the one or the uh, other,
0: unless you go somewhere else for school. But yeah, yeah.
1: talk to me about you listened to Justin's episode mm-hmm. and how we discussed turning Winnipeg into mm-hmm. a bit more of a creative space. What's mm-hmm. your take on that? In terms of what do you think could be, especially because you're more Um, cater towards designers and illustrators Mm -hmm. what do you think that they could use they could do with their creative skills to kind of make it a more creative hub which is a very tall order
0: yeah it's a very it's a very big question
1: yeah but what
0: to do about that mm -hmm. i feel like we're kind of in small ways trying to do that like with the how we have like the artist discord where we're kind of you know chatting throughout the day and having little meetups and stuff that's kind of a, a little bit of, like, a community space, but it's, I don't know, it's it's, it's tricky trying to, like, make something like that, kind of, like, grow it mm-hmm. bigger and stuff, um, like, partially, like, trying to find space to to do, like, meetups and stuff, like, we can go to the Forks or yeah, a couple of places with, that have, like, enough seating for a bigger group of people. It's hard to find good free spaces for that. Yeah, I don't know, I feel like...
1: It seems like kind yeah. of more of that, like, get together and mm-hmm. just meet up mm-hmm. and... I suppose, draw mm-hmm.
0: uh, or like talk about conventions or talk about, you know, like any, any variety of things.
1: Yeah. Cause we have like blips here and there, right. Mm-hmm. with like C4, mm-hmm. which
0: is
1: not right. Yeah. <laughs> and like icon or yeah. any of these events that do bring those people in mm-hmm. and they are there. It's just, mm-hmm. they don't really happen as regularly. And mm-hmm. I suppose that's kind of probably a good start towards mm-hmm. that. Um, a couple more questions. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about the transition from traditional to digital.
0: Um, This is a
1: question that one of my illustrator friends asked mm -hmm. because she – I guess she just asked. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Yeah, it's (laughs) – so, I mean, I I first started drawing digitally when I was 12, I think. So, it's been a while. Um, That was when I first got my first tablet and stuff. And, I mean, it wasn't a super hard transition. I feel like generally what the hardest part of the transition is for people who are first starting out with digital art is – maybe like when you when you get like a a relatively inexpensive tablet they they aren't usually screen tablets so you're kind of like drawing with your hands like off to the side while you're looking at the screen so there's a bit of a disconnect there Mm -hmm. maybe um i personally didn't have too much of that i don't know if it was because i like play video games or like i don't know something like that there's some like hand eye you know screens
1: screens make sense too Yeah, yeah yeah
0: exactly um but I, find, I think that it's it would be an easier transition because I use an iPad now for most of my art. Um, so the feeling of like drawing directly onto the screen kind of feels more like traditional art, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's
1: just a matter of like getting used to mm-hmm. the difference between that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, pr- I pretty much only do digital art partially because it's once you make like the investment of like a computer or a tablet or an iPad or whatever, it's kind of like that's the cost of it. And then you can just like, keep going whereas like if you're doing traditional art you have to go and get supplies and store the supplies and make a mess
1: (laughs) that's a good point that's actually a very good point yeah like um we've been spending some time every now and then like drawing like Serena's Mm -hmm. been trying to teach me how to properly draw Mm -hmm. because it it really did help me with training my eye as a Mm -hmm. photographer and um, so it's just like Mm -hmm. she brings in a bunch of supplies like a lot of stuff that we're carrying yeah but also very different for sure Mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah so -hmm. talk to me about so if somebody was to say like i'd like to draw Mm -hmm. like what's like do you ever have any sort of like tips on how to get started on that or like basics or
0: yeah like
1: do you practice on like a more
0: um i should i should do more studies and stuff like that but for the most part I just kind of because it's been it's been years of practice and stuff. Uh, like when I was in college, we did life drawing and things like that. So I think that those are good to go to because it helps you learn. I guess it depends on what you're drawing. Like if you're drawing, like I don't know buildings, I can't really help you with that. Or like perspective, or you know, there's I know like some pretty like rudimentary stuff about that. But for like in terms of drawing like forms and that kind of thing, I think that life drawing helps a lot because it helps you. Because it usually starts, like, typically a life drawing class would start, the model, like, does a pose, and you have, like, 10 seconds to draw them. I and you have to just, this. like, quickly, like, just kind of capture, just capture, like, the, I don't know, the movement of their body. And it's kind of like an, an animation, there's, like, a,
1: like I, I, you frames? know. Yeah,
0: yeah so there's keyframes, but but there's also, like, the line of action where, like, kind of, like, where the body's going and, like, mm-hmm. what, like, the general shape yeah, that yeah, the yeah. form is taking. Um, so it kind of makes you do that and focus less because i think that sometimes people get like hung up on like getting like really detailed in one spot and then it kind of feels stiff almost whereas if you're doing like quick movements and Mm -hmm. stuff like that then you capture more of the the movement yeah Yeah. got it got it (laughs) yeah i think that would be a good way to start a good tip and also just you know looking at looking at artists that you like and looking Mm -hmm. at what it is you like about their art like not necessarily just How they do their line art or if they how they color or how they draw hands or you know like anything like that because I think that that's a big piece of making your own style because people tend to get hung up on having a style um it's been nice actually in the past couple days there was a hashtag going around on Twitter called four styles you know like hashtag four styles um where people show share four pieces of their art that kind of look like they have different styles to them but like a lot of what that hashtag kind of showed in general also just like to me specifically, but, um, was that when, like, even if you think that your art doesn't have like a cohesive style across all of it to most people, it it does like, you know, like there's always going to be like that little bit of you in it. Like it's always, it's never not. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird to explain, but there's always like a little bit of your essence in whatever you're drawing. No oh, matter, like, what you're trying to emulate or
1: whatever. I think that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And even, yeah, because you can kind of tell, like, oh, that's done by this person. Mm-hmm. But also, this is done by that person. Yeah, Even totally. though they look a little bit um Even
0: if different. it's, like, a little bit different, it's like, oh, like, the way they drew the eye is, like, similar. <laughs> or, like, you know.
1: Can you define your own style in some sort of concise? Like, mm-hmm. is that something that you think, like, illustrators, um, any artist that is developing their own style or trying to improve, like really be able to kind of understand as like a part of their own style or you yeah, just feel I like that... it just sort of develops itself without yeah. really like...
0: I think it kind of develops itself as you kind of learn and improve and stuff. Um Like my... Oh, I don't even know how to describe my style because it's always like... It's always evolving, but it, it's always like still mine, mm-hmm. like, even as it changes. Um Like looking at stuff from years ago, it's like, yeah, that's still... I still draw certain things the same way, and it's not like a bad thing. It's just, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 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 I think I understand. <laughs> it's like um, I don't remember the term specifically. It's some sort of like, like a thumbprint, like it's a like creative a, thumbprint, yeah, or something yeah, like totally. that. That
0: where you can you can kind of tell. Like it's, yeah, because yeah. I definitely pull uh, like as I am influenced by you know different games and anime and all this stuff. Those all also kind of like. Mm-hmm. get into my art a little bit in some way yeah. like in any way shape or form like whether it's you know like um horikoshi who does my hair academia the manga he like the way he draws hands is very like i don't know not really inspired, but he just he likes to draw hands and he's very good at it so it's that kind of like inspiration Hands are, hands are so hard i know <laughs> he gave himself like um shigaraki who's just like covered yes. In hands. yes <laughs> yeah I think I read in one of the little like side things on one of the manga panels that he was like, I don't know why I did that to myself. <laughs> like, but you know, since yeah. they're all stiff and not like mm-hmm. when when a hand's like when a body's in movement, I find that that kind of easier to capture than yeah, just stiff. This. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he's incredible with like mm-hmm. the way his uh, his hands like, mm-hmm. j- they just look so natural, and yeah, yeah totally. I, I totally understand what you mean, yeah. And
0: so, there's always that kind of like aspiring to
1: to go towards that yeah
0: yeah and not necessarily draw it exactly like that but you know improve in a way where it feels kind of natural in the same way yeah yeah
1: it makes a lot of sense um is there any advice that you would give to somebody that's starting out wanting to draw things like fan art and how can they kind of stick through it and get better
0: Um, i think yeah i think that it's just important to keep keep going keep Because I actually saw, I'm going to quote a tweet, I don't remember who tweeted it, but um, (laughs) about how um, when you do something, you shouldn't say that it sucks. You should say that you're still learning or like, you know, approaching it as as like a stepping stone to getting better rather than like, oh, like I can't draw because I suck. Because it's like, well, then you're just stopping yourself already. Like you'll never, you'll never keep going if you're going to. It's like a weird... There's a weird line in in being an artist where it's like, you kind of have to, you have to love your art, but also like not like it a little bit, <laughs> because otherwise you'll never get better. Yeah, um, You'll just stay stagnant forever. I mean, mm-hmm. that's fine if that's if that's fine for you, but you know, you got to love it enough to keep going.
1: And I guess I, as I was about to wrap this up, this is actually something that I want to bring up. It's like, is that something that you've, you struggle with as an artist is to be able to like stop yourself from saying like this sucks and then you just cut like
0: yeah it can and, be hard
1: sometimes yeah
0: because <laughs> it's a it's a lot of um it's a lot of ups and downs in terms of there's there's a couple of, like graphs that people have made online where it's <laughs> there's kind of like in terms of like as you're improving as an artist because your eyes start to get better but your hand can't necessarily keep up so then your hand catches up and it's like oh my god it's great but then your eyes get better and it's like oh this is bad again and then it's like kind of always going up that ladder. Um I think it's important to to view it as like I try not to be too negative about stuff. Like if I if I don't like how something's going, then I'll usually just go do something else, which is why it's it's helpful to have some other hobbies. Cause then you can kinda you're not always <laughs> Cause if, if, cause, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's hard because it's like, yeah, it's like when you put all your investment into like being an artist and like how good your art is then it becomes like so much of yourself and i mean it is you know still a big part of who i am and what i do but i don't know if i'm like my art's not great right now it's like i still yeah you know you put it a good person like i'm not like you know you gotta
1: yeah yeah Yeah, you put it aside and give it some time to you right and having things that aren't just your art so that you know you avoid things like burning out or like getting so wrapped up in improving that until like your hands catch up to your eyes Mm -hmm. i Mm -hmm. I actually really like that Mm -hmm. just like to think about it
0: because because it is a lot of it it's like because your eye knows what looks good but you can't you might not necessarily be able to do it right now execute it yeah yeah yeah
1: i get that like Mm -hmm. as a as a filmmaker that's one thing like i've watched enough to Mm -hmm. know like oh like i want to do that but Mm I don't know how to yet. Yeah, and yeah. You got to kind
0: of figure it out.
1: And you definitely, have, I mean, personally, personally for me, like I catch those moments where I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to get there at all. Mm-hmm. And then you start really like mm-hmm. saying something, like, no, no, no. Like it might take a long ass time yeah. to.
0: But like you'll get there. But like, you'll, you'll get
1: there if you really like put in that conscious effort. to. Yeah. Improve.
0: You just, you just got to keep going. You just yeah. got to keep pushing through and like with art blocks and stuff too. I find it, because um, they, you know, that's usually around what happens when like my eyes are good and my hands are gonna get there eventually but um yeah it's good to do other stuff and also just like i, I think i said before like just looking at artists that you like and kind of just figuring out like drawing just drawing inspiration from things that they do because it might like a piece might spark an inspiration for something that you want to draw or like
1: mm-hmm. you know that's awesome stuff. yeah uh, <laughs> is there anything else that you'd like to say before we wrap this up um maybe like a quick word to any illustrator out there that's listening or somebody that's, you know, following you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think I've said most of what I would say about illustration.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm sure I'll think of stuff later because that's just how it works. What'll happen. I'll be listening back and be like, oh, I should have said this. I should have said that. <laughs> um, yeah. Just, you know, keep, keep pushing, keep trying, keep trying to be positive as positive as you can. Um, getting involved with, you know, like, Either local artists or artists online or, you know, just, I think that a lot of it is, you know, making those connections because then you can learn from each other and all that stuff. Because a lot of my, a lot of my friends are people, at least my online friends are people that I've met through art and I, I again, I talked about this in my Petchkucha, but but um, a lot of them I met on like Art, and it's very like cool to kind of grow at the same time and see where everybody's going with their with their stuff <laughs>
1: absolutely yeah I totally understand yeah it's
0: that. super rewarding like both in like a feeling pride for your friends and also in like a we're all learning from each other and mm-hmm. all this stuff being supportive and, yeah that's awesome <laughs>
1: no for sure and like yeah like I, that's where I kind of I started like the creative path mm-hmm. is just spending time on like online communities mm-hmm. and creating um yeah and um where could we follow you and support your work and
0: yeah, um, so, <laughs> I'm mostly on Twitter, which is Avery underscore Helm, um, and anywhere, pretty much on any other website, I'm just Avery Helm with no underscore. Um, Instagram, uh, Tumblr, which yeah, I haven't posted on in a while, but there's you know like a backlog of mine right there. Uh, I have a website, Averyhelm.ca, which has mostly my old student work right now, but some illustrations and stuff. But from my website, you can find all my other social media as well.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for doing this. Thanks so yeah. much for sharing a little bit of your
0: experiences as illustrator. Yeah, Of course. Thanks for having me again. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's fine.
1: Thanks for listening to the episode. If you liked it, please consider giving us an iTunes rating and subscribing to the podcast. Also, share this with your friends and promote it on your social media. Tag us and leave a comment on our post saying you've listened to this episode. And we'll see you in the next one.